Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back here with guess who? Uh, it's the knowingest know-it-all, oh Stephen God. Fishback. Oh, hello. It's such a pleasure to be back in the off-season, what we yeah. call I guess it's the on-season for the challenge, though. It's the on-season for the Challenge USA. Still a couple yeah. of weeks to go uh, with Survivor 43 lurking around the corner, mm. much like this challenge finale coming up Lurking. on Wednesday. Yeah. We, Steven and I said we were going to talk about the challenge at some point. So here we are. No time like the present. Steven, yeah. how are you? I'm great. I just got back from the optometrist, as I told you. They mm -hmm. dilated my eyes, and I think they kind of screwed it up. I think my optometrix technician, like, double dilated my eyes, because everyone in the office, everyone's like, oh, my God, your eyes are so dilated. Anyway, um, now I can't see a thing. So I was really counting on like bringing up the cast list so that I could remember who any of these Love Island people are or even mm -hmm. any of the Big Brother people or even any of the Amazing Race people. I mean, fortunately, this season of The Challenge is largely just about the Survivor people who we already know and love. Mm -hmm. um, but I truly cannot see a thing. I, you are a very handsome blur and Thank I am you. going to be flying quite literally blind when um, talking about the cast as it any anything about yeah. a survivor. I do not remember any That's of fine. Those We're just here to have some fun here okay. and talk about the challenge. Uh, it's great to connect with you anytime. So happy that we got the chance to do this. How, how's your summer been, Stephen? It's been lovely. It's been enchanting. Um, you know, in Washington, as I was complaining to you, a lot of a lot of mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, it's been very nice. You know, get out. We just got back from Hawaii. Oh, um, how yeah. was that? I mean, you know, it was amazing. It was. Now, we didn't you do this for, backwards? Uh, you were on the West Coast. Yeah. And then you came back to the East Coast to go to Hawaii. It was for a friend's wedding. Uh, uh, one of Julia's best friends, my wife's best friends, is from Hawaii. And um, she had actually had to plan the wedding three times because it was canceled successively mm -hmm. for COVID because yeah. they have extremely strict uh, or had extremely strict COVID precautions. And it was, uh, it was wonderful. You know, it was beaching and paddle boarding and mm -hmm. snorkeling. I was like, why, why am I going back to Washington? Yeah. Why am I going back to yeah, And you do all those things? Yeah. You paddle board? You snorkel? I, well, snorkeling is pretty easy. You know, you yeah. really just got to like breathe. Um, paddle boarding, I, I was able to stand up on the paddle board, which is not something I expected of myself. Um, so, you know, if there's a paddle board challenge on the Amazing Race, Rob, when we're on it, you know, we, <laughs> yeah. we've got this. Look at you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, very happy to uh, have you here to talk about the challenge, of course. You know uh, that I love the challenge. I know I mean, you the, do. The, I, the OG I, challenge, I'm a huge fan of. Yes. Well, what do you mean the OG challenge? Like not the, you're saying that not so much the challenge USA. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying the challenge USA, but like I'm saying like my challenge. The MTV challenge you have long really been. Extend, yeah. Yes. Yeah, long, yeah. standing fan. Of course. Um, Steven, uh, we've had uh, so much amazing coverage of the Challenge USA over yeah. here on our Challenge wrap-up feed with Brian and Allie. Of course, uh, check out their recap of uh, this week's episode. I listened to it earlier today. I actually have some, uh, some strategy questions that they were bringing up that I want to talk to you about. I've also been doing exit interviews with the Challenge contestants. Did you know that? No, I didn't. That's so fun. I had no idea. Yeah. So I have not really, uh, other than the exit interviews, I've not really talked about the, the challenge much, um, but I, I've really enjoyed it. I've been really enjoying it too. It's very fun. I mean, it's, I love the format of the challenge um, and to see it with basically our friends just dominating. And I mean, Tyson is, you mm -hmm. know, he's the, he's the guy he's, he's running yeah. the whole show. So it's like, what, what, what a thrill to, to see, you know, one of our closest friends. I mean, yes, I officiated his wedding. You weren't even really at his wedding. No. Um, so, uh, and I officiated, or I was at your wedding. You were so there. That's something you, were you, you guys have in yeah. common yeah. is that I was at both of your weddings. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Tyson just killing it. Yep. Um, you had a, a tweet during the summer that you yeah. said that, you Incredible. know, basically Tyson, you compared him with the all time greats uh, and, uh, and said, you know, um, on, on the level with Johnny Bananas minus uh, the uh, some 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 characteristics from Johnny Bananas. Uh, it seemed like there was maybe some smoke between Tyson and Johnny Bananas. Oh, it did seem like there was. I mean, there was. It's not that I mean, he he Tyson went on the Johnny Bananas. Yeah, so I don't know if it's like uh, professional I wrestling. Like, because like, yeah. I, I feel like that the challenge proper sort of teeters on professional wrestling. 
Oh, 100%. These people just like make up these absurd fake rivalries in order to get like asked back for a rival season. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's something that's different than our in our world. I, I feel like that maybe outside of maybe like, um, you know, there might be like a handful of people that like come up with like harebrained schemes of like, hey, let's start a Twitter feud and let's get into it. I feel like that's very rare in the survivor world, whereas I feel yeah. like. It comes and up challenge in the challenge. People, people yeah. have been brought back on rival seasons because of a Twitter feud. Like that has been like the level of rivalry that, uh, you know, you sent some mean tweets and now you have to compete together for a million dollars. Will you be able to like, yeah, they're, they're pretty much able to. Mm -hmm. um, and something I love about the challenge is that because it's basically the same contestants every season, there sort of develops this like mythology almost of it, you know, like, like all of these like ancient wars and rivalries going back generations, you know, um, and, and like, you know, playing off each other for, you know, because of something that happened 10 seasons before it's very, uh, sort of filling in that way. I mean, of course the phone, it does seem even as kind of survivor has drifted into the world of people. And you've sort of were one of the first people to really note this people like really memeing people really like being performative and kind of a mm -hmm. more, uh, aggressively camera friendly way i mean the challenge those people are all over that like they are all it's all like you know kayfabe over there mm -hmm. yeah for sure um can you talk about your origins with uh, the challenge like did you get into it before you did survivor or was it following survivor you sort of started just started absorbing a lot more reality tv yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, you know, back in the day, I like watched MTV a lot. You know, I used to work for MTV. Um, but then my uh, the the woman who cast me on Survivor was obsessed with the challenge. And mm -hmm. she said, you have to start. She started with me with fresh meat, you know, which was an iconic challenge season because it brought in all of these sort of players that then went on to kind of have this huge influence on the on the rest of of the game. And it was, I loved it. It was great. Um, yeah. The first rivals is one of the great seasons of, I mean, there's so many like amazing reality TV moments from the challenge. The first rivals is an amazing season of television. Um, the bananas backpack is maybe my top favorite that and the Billy Garcia, uh, Candace moment, I think are probably my two favorite wow. reality TV. Moments I don't even know about bananas backpack. Oh my God. It's like, so there's this, I don't, maybe it was like cutthroat or one of those. It was like mid season, you know, like somewhere in like the 15s or maybe the early 20s. Um, the, the challenge was that each of the people, um, each of the people competing to stay in the game had to like go against like a vet coming out of the, like coming in from out of nowhere, just like a, an assassin or whatever he was called. And so they, they bring in, you know, so the, the the two people competing were uh, Johnny Bananas and then uh, Tyler Duckworth, I think, were, was the other person. And the person that they have to like last against is like CT in his prime like behemoth, you know, stage when he just like comes stomping into the the challenge and everybody is terrified. And, and Bananas had to go against him first. And he literally it was it was a, a challenge where these two guys are are like tied together back to back, and you had to like pull the other person over to your goal or whatever it was. Maybe you had to like do something with a ball and get it into a thing. Banana, um, CT literally stood up, bent over and carried bananas on his back over to mm -hmm. his, like, it's, it was like the most epic manhandling in reality television history or certainly up there. Um, and then, you know, Tyler, it wasn't fair. Like CT had just like, he was a little bit tired when he went up against Tyler and, and Tyler won. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you yeah. said it was banana. Banana is, is the backpack. Bananas was the backpack. Okay, I thought it was bananas possessive bana bananas backpack. I mean, I think, I think like the way it's become known is the bananas backpack moment because mm -hmm. bananas was yeah. CT's backpack. Okay. He like was wearing him as though he was a backpack. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, Steven, now that they did this challenge USA, like, I, I feel like that, you know, you would not be interested in doing this now, but do you feel like that you missed out on this and sort of like uh, <laughs> in, in your, in, in maybe in another time that you would have liked to have gone and done this? another time and maybe like another body like another if i was another like human maybe i mean do you there's no way i, I mean we we didn't i didn't want to do race because i didn't want to do like bungee jumping you know i mean like mm -hmm. uh, what um what about you do you feel like you would have enjoyed the challenge um I, I think i would enjoy the experience of being on a reality show i i don't know like i, I don't look at the challenges and be like oh i'd like to do that but you know it's i do pretty, think it's yeah like, I, I think it would be fun to be there and be like, why am I here? What, what is this? Why? What am I doing here? Uh, I feel like that that's that's the kind of energy I would bring to a reality show. So you're mostly that would be there to be ill suited for being there. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that's like any any show. Uh, I, I feel like just to be like sort of like uh, just there and talking about like uh, that. This is like so uh, bizarre that I'm here. I mean, there are certain reality shows that I think you'd be very well suited for. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yes, of course, there's many. Probably Big Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy one. You just go there, and then and then you lose, and you go home. Yeah. Um, maybe Survivor. I think you could do well at if you ever competed in that. Yeah, uh, I think that ship has sailed, but, um, you know, we, we, we can explore uh, all this. You, are, you would be you now you Rob. I mean, obviously, you know, you, you did pretty well your first time. Not, not that great, but you did pretty well your first mm-hmm. time. Um, I think now you're you're even more the complete package, which obviously would hurt you. But, um, you know, the fact that you're, you know, much fitter, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got a nice beard, very handsome. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, you know, everybody. So it's like you go in. It's like nobody wants to. It was all stars. You're saying. Well, (laughs) no, I'm saying now if you went in, you know, you'd have all these. No, but it's returning players, returning players. Oh, yeah. yeah, Returning players. Everyone would want to, you know, no one wants to, you know, they all want invites on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So they're going to like be, you know, currying your fever. Yeah. All right. Well, we can uh, talk this all through uh, uh, at at a later date. Let's talk about the challenge here because we're we're here with um, what's down to the final nine, final ten. Now, I've never gotten through a full challenge season, Stephen. So uh, I'm I'm really sort of like uh, interested to know like where where this goes from here. I think we have like a two hour episode coming up. So I don't know if it's going to be sort of like a normal hour of the challenge and then an hour that's the finale i know they talk about tj's final but i have to be honest i have no idea what tj's final looks like yeah i mean what's interesting is that every season it is really different of the main challenge and i think i mean if you've watched any of the mtv challenge you know that the the competitions have been slightly different here like there's not as much emphasis on math in the uh, mtv challenge yeah um you know in wordplay like <laughs> they're a little bit more physical and slightly less uh, let's call it cerebral um but so i i am also curious but the challenges for the the final challenges for the mtv challenge in the past have been uh insane like you know it's climbing up a mountain you know in the arctic cold you know and then spending the night like sleeping in a frozen river you know it's I mean, it's, overnight it's just, Sometimes they have in the past. Yeah. A lot of it. I, I think recently a lot of them have been overnight and there'll be some horrible torture that they have to perform overnight. You know, they'll have to stay they'll oh my have to be God. one person standing the entire night. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's some of the most extreme physical competition. I think that is on reality television are these, these are TJ's finals. Oh my um, God. And that's why they call it the, the challenge, the titular, the titular yeah. challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that they've like, dialed back the extremity a little bit recently. I yeah. mean, I'm sure Ali and Brian could speak to that more, but some of them have been like, just like crazy to watch. You think, how can these human beings accomplish this? Like truly like going up, you know, a frozen mountain uh, after a zero sleep and then, and, and, you know, horrible conditions. Yeah. I, I didn't know it got that intense. Yeah. Um, but so it is, I am curious, you know, and then some of them too are, like running around a track a hundred times, you know, it's like, there's a pretty, mm-hmm. there's a pretty big um, difference in terms of how, you know, there's always gross food. There's are often gross food eating, which is, you know, yeah. I feel like I, you would you, do well at gross food. No, I would not. You do well in that. that that's, I would do well yeah, that, yeah. You're, that's like, you you have like a superpower with that. I'm pretty good at that. I mean, I'm no John Cochran who really, uh, you know, was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's exciting. Typically I think there, there's like an elimination right before the finale. So presumably at least one more, uh, or one or two more contestants are going to be eliminated. Um, mm-hmm. and then, and then, yeah, it's, you know, survival of the fittest. Okay. So we have you here. I, I was hoping that we could True. do a little bit more of like a, a deep dive into the strategy of this season, because, you know, I, I mostly have been just sort of like letting it wash over me and of just absorbing the show. I'm sort of, you know, taking notes kind of casually just because, you know, I have to do the exit interviews and sort of like, okay, what happened with this? What happened with this? But in terms of like the big picture strategy of the season, I'm sort of just like going off of like, okay, that's what, that's what they're saying. I listen to <laughs> I, I listen to Ali and because I don't know the rules of the game. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know what they're doing. So I, I was listening to Ali and Brian earlier today, and they were talking about how the, they've been kind of disappointed with the strategy of the season and feel like that strategically um, it, it has been a lot less strategic than a normal season of the challenge. And I hope I'm not misrepresenting what they were saying, 
But I thought that was kind of interesting in terms of like uh, what what is going on. How have you seen the strategy of the season so far? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, the challenge is is a fundamentally much less strategic show than than Survivor for a lot of reasons. Um, One of them is, you know, (laughs) the contestants. Um, The other is just the format is a lot, you know, because it's so much more based on the actual challenges. And, you know, you don't just vote someone off, you vote someone into a challenge. And so that person always has the possibility of coming back. And then the other thing that is like probably the biggest distinction is that at the end of the challenge, a number of people compete, right? So you're not, it's not a zero sum game in terms of getting to get, you can get to the end with your closest allies and you can, you know, and then sort of have the opportunity. And of course, like whether you want to get to the end with a bunch of really weak people who you think you'll beat, or whether you want to, you know, do this, you know, protect the strong thing that it seems like a lot of people in this, in this challenge house are doing um, obviously depends on sort of <laughs> your own personal strategy and, and moral compass and, and kind of how you imagine that you, you would fare against the strong. Mm-hmm. Like for Tyson, it makes a ton of sense to keep the strong because he's probably the strongest and certainly in terms of like yeah. as an endurance athlete, you know, so it makes so much sense for him to be like banging this gong of like, <laughs> let's keep the best athletes around <laughs> when you're the best of the best. Um, but for someone like further down that, that tier, it does seem, and, and 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 I, I mean, maybe this is what Brian and I were getting at. Like, it does seem like there's less maneuvering from the people who are less favored by the kind of big group house strategy. And I think, as a case in point, I was really flummoxed by Ben's decision this past week to put in Enzo, who is a great person for Ben to have in the game. You know, because for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, he's Ben's ally and friend. Second of all, he's definitely someone can Ben can beat in the finals. And third, um, he is someone who um, would probably be put in elimination again ahead of Ben. So, you know, like one of the big concerns, right, um, among both, uh, you know, both groups, the men and the women, is that you don't want to be paired with someone who sucks in the in the finals. So the women are like incentivized to get rid of the weak men and the men are incentivized to get rid of the weak women. But if you're a man, you kind of want to keep the weak men. So um, Ben just caving because he was like worried he would become like ostracized or would become public enemy number one. Like, I don't understand that because nobody else in that house is going to make a decision based on how Ben voted, you know, two weeks before or even mm-hmm. the week before. Yeah, They're going to make it, especially this close to the end, they're going to make a decision based on what serves them best. So Ben should have used his leverage to make a move that served him. Yeah, especially because that you were we are we even going to have another men's elimination? Who knows? I mean, maybe not. So it really does not make sense at all for Ben to make a choice that's Mm -hmm. based on his, you know, social position in the house. Yeah. To me, that's kind of like my read on how how things are going, where sort of just like like taking a step back. It seems like that, you know, Tyson and Angela, you know, uh, had, you know, this uh, plan from the beginning of that. Okay, we are going to uh, take the people that win the daily challenges and basically you you win the daily challenge. You're in the club. Okay, Uh, anybody wins the daily challenge. We don't put up anybody else that wins the daily challenge, uh, which seemed was uh, was a brilliant strategy for them early on because either they win the challenge or they say, hey, remember, remember, we know we're not putting up who wins the daily challenges. Uh, And it kept them out of eliminations all the way through. But at this point. It seems like that they have a they have a a deal which only like behooves them because I think they both feel like hey if I get into the finals uh, like I'll win like both of them yeah. are confident in their ability to win the final if they get there and everybody else is kind of going along with a plan that doesn't really behoove them. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And and there's people who are you know very physically competitive whom it makes sense they would be totally fine with this, right? They don't want to be eliminated before the final, and and they want to you know I mean someone like Danny, someone like uh, you know who's who's obviously <laughs> very very fit, um, you know could um be you know it, it makes sense for them to like think okay maybe I can beat Tyson in a final, you know, um, but you know for someone like Dom. Or, I mean, I mean, maybe even Ben thinks he can beat Tyson in a final, but I, I, like Dom can't possibly think that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and maybe there's just a level of delusion where you're like, I'm safe now. If I make it to the final, that's awesome. Um, and who knows, right? Like Dom was a great physical competitor or a great competitor in the challenges in Survivor. And maybe, you know, he's going to get lucky and get something that's, that's his, that's in his wheelhouse. Yeah. 
I mean, what would the consequences look like if you went if you went against the group? I mean, how much safety are you ultimately getting? Because it was one thing when there was kind of like, okay, well, there's Survivor and there's Big Brother. And if you cross us, hey, like, uh, you know, basically you're giving the numbers to Big Brother. But at this point in time. I mean, uh, the the numbers are not really there for uh, I mean, it's seemingly like with Angela and Alyssa working with the survivor players. I mean, uh, like what would the repercussions even be? Right. And and last, um, you know, when, when Sarah tried to cobble together an alliance of women who were not in this kind of big clique, that honestly made some sense. Right. Because they could use it theoretically to affect both who uh, won the challenge. Obviously, there was some leverage there. And then who um, who was voted who was who was put into elimination? But then of course <laughs> that didn't pan out at all for them. But th- th- you, there was some you know there was some method to that madness. Um, in terms of like Ben's choices, you know to to stick with this big group uh, that doesn't he's not a tar- he's not necessarily a target anyway. And I and I, I do think there's an element of fear, right? Especially when you're playing the game, you don't necessarily know that well. And especially when every next day there could be some twist, you think, well, I want to be with the big group because. As long as I'm inside that, as long as I'm protected by that, then some crazy thing isn't going to eliminate me. And at least I make it to the end. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, that's a loser's way of thinking. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, um, like Ben turning against Sarah's group, you know, based on their history was really shocking to me. I mean, didn't Ben quit Survivor <laughs> Winners at War? Like just so Sarah could get like a day further in the game? Uh, he w- laid down his sword. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- that I, I don't know. I like, again, I don't know what that relationship uh, is, but you know, uh, Sarah seems unhappy with him. Um, what, what, what have you thought about Sarah in this season? Definitely a different Sarah than we've seen mm-hmm. in the past. Um, you know, it strikes me that when we've seen her in both of her past two seasons, she's really been the dominant player or a dominant player. Certainly. I, I mean, she, obviously she, just killed it in game changers. And then she was, you know, in pretty consistently in the top uh, group in winners at war um, and was never really turned on in a significant way. Like she, she lost a fire. Um, and I, you know, she's maybe she's just one of those people who, when they're in the dominant position is great. And when they are in the losing position and an underdog just totally yeah. falls apart and like becomes like angry and recriminatory and and you know petulant because that's more of what we've seen from her this season so uh that's that's actually so that's not how i see um sarah where i kind of feel like that sarah in survivor kagiyan was a little bit more of like uh she kind of like was was in a good position like kind of saw herself as like more of like a in a position of power and kind of like overplayed her plan or where, where she was in the game she came back in game changers and i think was really never looked at as somebody who was like really like she was kind of like under the radar and a swing vote and really took advantage of like her social relationships and that's really I think that when she was like most deadly as a survivor player was she would sort of like use her social game and charm to sort of win people over and they wouldn't even realize that she would be throwing them uh, under the bus where basically she voted out like every single one of her allies in survivor game changers and she brought a lot of that also to winners at war but right. uh, to it, it seems like in a lot of ways that is maybe because it's a different game that Sarah has sort of said like uh, like hey social game be damned uh, like that that's not a part of what we're doing here and she has made some relationships with the women but it's kind of been like uh, hey I'm like uh, put me in a challenge I'm just gonna beat you which is right. also uh, ironic that she's really never been a uh, winner in individual challenges in Survivor but basically she's just all in on the physical here. That's interesting. I, I mean, you, you've seen Kagan much more recently than I have. I mean, my, my recollection was that there was what kind of the tipping point, I guess, I guess that I guess people were frustrated with her at the time because I mean, obviously that was a long time for her too, right? She's yeah. grown a lot since then. Um, you know, was that she, I guess, I guess she, right. People rebelled against her because they thought that she was too, um, uh, right, there was like the whole Queen Sarah thing, right? That Cass wanted to dethrone. Yeah, she um, did not want to. Like, she would not put up any of her people. Like, there were certain like they had to come up with a name, and and her and Cass couldn't agree on what the name was going to be. Right, right. Um, that's interesting. I mean, that's that's it's a, interesting a, yeah. that Tasha and Sarah ended up both on this season together. From oh yeah, from all that yeah yeah. Um, it's the um. That is, that is interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a really good point. I mean, one thing that's clear is that people, you know, she does 
foster these incredible relationships with people. Right. And we saw that even sometimes you'd see that in like very, in like little scenes. I mean, there's like one scene where she was, you know, where Dom was exploding, where Sarah, you know, was having like some like heart to heart conversation, just randomly in the background, some heart to heart conversation with someone. And it, so clearly she, um, you know, still building those bonds. It's interesting that you say that though. Yeah. She's like there, she's less utilizing them or but maybe again, like, you know, she was in a position in both of those previous two seasons to utilize her bonds. And maybe that sense of powerlessness now where she doesn't have the agency that she did, you know, is frustrating for her. I've always thought she's such an interesting person on these shows because I feel like that when she like going back to Survivor Game Changers, like I, I feel like that she has like this uh, social game where like go back to like, uh, you know, like all these people that we know who played with her, you know, that, you know, Andrea's and Zeke's and Surrey, they, right. they, they loved her uh, when, when they were out yeah. there. Yeah. And that she used that to sort of like, you know, uh, ingratiate herself and then ultimately, you know, uh, betrayed like all of these people and they none of them ever saw it coming. And I feel like that normally on these shows, when you have somebody like that, like it kind of comes through a little bit more to the viewer where the viewer right. also like feels very warm to these people. But for whatever reason, and maybe it's like uh, that she, she doesn't put the energy in in the confessionals. The viewers are, I feel like, never get that side of her in her confessional where they feel like that they can see it. And I think it's one of the reasons why it's, it's kind of like a hard person to understand on these shows. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, her confessionals are always like shockingly bland. And then, and then, you know, other people are, are, you know, talking about how much they're in love with her. I mean, Sierra Don Thomas, obviously, you know, gifted her the mm -hmm. legacy advantage. And then and she's, she's, you know, made yeah. some, some questionable calls. Yeah. <laughs> in her, in her sure, alliances. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and beyond. Yeah. 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 Um, but, the, the, but that's what it's sort of my point was like, you know, when she, or less about the confessionals, but like when she is in these positions to, you know, mm -hmm. backstab her, her allies and make these moves. Like that's a very fun position to be in. Like when you are like, when you, when you, you know, you, you're in the matrix, you're Neo and here she's like outside, you know, she's like not able to impact anything. And I think that's, I think that's why she's having such a hard season is because like, I think she's like, that's a very frustrating experience. And maybe it's because, um, her social relationships are less relevant here because it's so challenge based because she's consistently out of power. Um, and obviously there's an element of ego too, right? She clearly thinks of herself as like a dominant physical competitor. And that just has not yet been um, the case. And so that must be consistently frustrating. Yeah. It's because, you know, so much of it is out of her hands. Yeah. That's a good point of like, it's like basically like, Hey, we're coming for you. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do about it. We're not going to give you what you want when you want it. And so she has like uh, no other like recourse, but to sort of like lash out uh, at, at, at other people. And then basically just go back to, you know, put me in the different challenges uh, so I can win. I think that one of the really interesting things in the season has also been the, uh, relationship uh, or lack of a relationship uh, with Sarah and Angela where uh, the rivalry. They, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this has been, this has been very exciting because uh, Angela, like in her own way is very like matter of fact, very, uh, you know, uh, very blunt, like very plain, but she almost is like in a lot of ways, like um, comes across as like emotionless about things yeah. where Sarah is like getting like, like angrier and angrier and angrier. Angela is just like still. Is that what Andrew, is that what uh, Angela was like in her big brother days? Uh, at times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that the thing that's really come to light, I think in the, uh, the challenge is that she, that she is like a, a stone cold killer on these right. shows and is like, you know, I, and I have to say not boring. Okay. Very engaging. Is that like a uh, is that like a, a buzzword around Angela being boring? This is even uh, stop saying that. Come on. <laughs> uh, I, this is my problem. Like I don't know a lot of the history of yeah. these contestants. Like David is the one that like flummoxes me the most because why is he there? Like he like he was like, first <laughs> well, out on Big Brother and yeah. he, and he's his confessionals are consistently terrible. He like got gassed out by Enzo. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, what, yeah. uh, what's the, uh, yeah. So David, he was on big brother 21, uh, and sort yeah. of got like, got like a really like raw deal in terms of, um, uh, like he kind he got really screwed. It was a very unfair, uh, twist, like famously mm. like, uh, and it was like very unfortunate. Like, uh, it really seemed as though like the, 
people of color were targeted unfairly at the start of that season. Then, but they had like a twist where they didn't really leave the house. They just put them in a uniform and they like hung out around the house. Uh, he was the first of those people that he just got like selected like a year out of the game, but he got to like hang out in the house for like four more weeks, but not so, to play the game just to like, one of them was going to have a chance. It was like, basically it was I like, see. it was yeah, like uh, edge of extinction, but they got the chance oh, to get back yeah. into the game. He, uh, he didn't get back into the game, but then the next season was big brother all stars and they brought him back for that. And they're like, okay, well what, maybe if he gets a fair shake, maybe uh, right. he'll have a shot, but he's not somebody uh, who is like a, like a strategist. Um, you know, like he is like, uh, you know, he's into CrossFit I talked to him uh, on the exit interview. He seems like he's like taking his fitness to another level. But as far as like being somebody who's like a really like a game player, like that's not David. But 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 the fitness thing, I mean, he also did not seem to perform super well in the challenges. Um, yeah, he's a big CrossFit guy. I think good. he also yeah. has in his background, like I think he had like a lot of like a like um, a huge like weight loss uh, story also. And then what is it that the fans are connecting to with him? That's what that's what nothing, I'm about. Like, nothing. What is, he's oh. the, the, the fan. <laughs> the fans are like, why was it? Why was David on the okay. on the cast? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that, that was somebody that like you that just because the people are here from the shows doesn't mean like, you know, Sarah and Ben are here. Uh, right. And it's not like that, you know, the fans were clamoring for, you know, Sarah and Ben to play. But you can see why, I mean, you know, someone like uh, Ben was there, you know, he's like, I cannot, an, yeah. to be honest. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and I say, I say full disclosure, like, uh, yeah. like I, I, I like Ben uh, that yeah. I, I feel like uh, that he is, uh, you know, he's always been, a, you know, a, a nice guy with me. Um, so I've had like many nice conversations with Ben, but I kind of felt like that Ben's story was kind of had, had reached its conclusion in right. Winners at War. And yeah. I, like, I kind of felt like that to put him in like uh, in this environment, like I uh, like I feel like it was not uh, like a, a great spot to put uh, Ben in. So, you know, uh, yeah. And it seems like that, like based on some of the stories, it seems like he's really like struggling out there. Um, you know, and he's had struggles during his other survivor experiences. Right. So like, I well, thought that was honestly, a curious why decision. Like, uh, someone who's got, you mean, you mean mental health struggles? Is that what you mean? Or, uh, yeah. Like I, I and again, I, I, I don't want to like, um, right, you know, uh, like, yeah. yeah, I'm i I'm not, I'm not a therapist or anything like that, but it seems like that his, his struggles have been well, well documented, uh, especially like towards the end of, you know, uh, w winners at war. So I, I don't know. I thought that that was a curious decision to have, uh, Ben come back. I mean, they cast four people with mental health struggles with it, with the hope that, you know, something will happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, that was, that was wild. I thought when I saw the cast list. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like it is a question. I mean, you think of like, they could have cast basically any survivor players, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're like, why, what, what is, what, like, why these ones? <laughs> There's definitely some like questionable choices. Even, even, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, so many so many people who could have been cast. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't been thinking about that because it's too, it's, you know, you, you just, you spiral out, you know, like all these other people, you can't, you can't think that way. You're like these, this is what we have in front of us. You know, you got to learn radical acceptance, you know, mm -hmm. uh, give thanks to God for uh, what we've got. Yeah. I mean, Sarah to me, like made, made some more sense because I feel like that uh, she seems like that she's like really very willing to like, uh, like put her body on the line and, and go all out in these, um, you know, events. Uh, and Danny, I thought was somebody who was like a really natural fit uh, for the, for this because I've um, been a long day, long time Danny fan. I mean, I loved Danny yeah. on his season and uh, you know, probably disproportionately even to like the impact he had on the season. And now, I mean, he's been, he's been so fun. Like the Kiki confessionals. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Well, it's funny now you, you can like hear you, you know that like the producers there are like this sure is, like you can hear them be like so what would kiki think about this challenge they made that his thing yeah yeah for sure and so the danny is somebody who like i, I feel like we've really gotten to know him uh a lot better in the challenge than from survivor yeah um a lot of his humor i feel like shines through i mean that's honestly one of the things that i think you see even maybe more in the challenge than you do in survivor just like little moments yeah you know they'll go to like they'll show you the people on the sidelines, like cheering, you know, it's just like a, a brief little thing, but I, like, uh, those are some of my favorite things, you know, where, where there's some huge rivalry between two characters, but then, you know, you've got Sarah cheering for Angela when Angela finished the challenge last week. You know, I think that's really cool. Like that, that there's like still this kind of camaraderie of we're all in this together, like, you know, on in this game, we're against each other, but like as humans, we're doing this, we're having this experience together.
Has there been any people that you like had no exposure to previously from Big Brother or The Amazing Race or from Love Island that you got that you came to like from watching them on the challenge this season? I really liked Cash, uh, yeah. uh, Lady Cash, right? There was a boy there Cash, was and, Cash, Lady Cash. Cash. and then and Cashette, yeah. Um, I, I her her like her her confessionals were just I got a lot of pleasure out of she just mm-hmm. like her sort of like what am I doing here? Like, this is great yeah. for That's, me. Yeah, that, know, could like, me. You know. that could be me. That could be me. I could have that. Yeah. You know, who's also killing it in the confessionals who, um, you know, we've seen before, but maybe not to this extent is Desi. She's great. Yeah. Um, she's had like consistently great confessionals that are like narrative um, as well as, I mean, um, and uh, uh, Tyson, Tyson's confessionals also. Well, yeah, it goes without saying. I mean, the, the Tyson. Truly, like, this yeah. is next. I feel like he's so good. I mean, obviously he's great at the, at the challenge and he's good at the strategy and he's good at the physical parts, but like we've always known his confessionals are funny ever since like man tiara on mm-hmm. uh, token chains. Um, but like, he's just become so good. Like every single one of them is a hit. Like the one about, like, I don't go into, you know, I don't go into, um, I like to be the richest person everywhere I am. That's why I only go into cheap restaurants. It's such a, it's such a great confessional because it, it ties in, you know, both what was happening in the, in the game with whoever it was making more money than him. Mm-hmm. And it was like a personal, it was like both bragging and like negging himself. It was just such a great, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. He's amazing. He's really good. Yeah. And you could tell the producers, they uh, like really get Tyson. They know what he's going for. Like, I, and I feel like that it's almost like, um, I feel like that from what I understand, like, you know, the challenge season is like a movie and he's like, so, you know, cast in this role, like, and he's doing like a great job of playing this part in this season. Oh yeah. And he's, he's, um, what does that mean? Actually? I have no idea what you, what you mean like, uh, that you need this person in a challenge season. Don't right. you? Yeah. The sort of like guy who's dominant and kind of like, like snickering. The cocky strategist yeah. who's basically saying nobody can beat me, you know, uh, and then making fun of the other people who are out there, you know, sort of like the villain, but but the villain, yeah. but the villain that you, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you even even hate, uh, but it's sort of like that, uh, you know, uh, the villain that is like the interesting villain. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is. He is very much that. I think you're right. Um I mean, just so many great, and, and, and in, in the challenge, you know, those are often the heroes, right? It's not, I think if you saw the same content from Tyson in a Survivor season, you'd think like, oh, this guy can't possibly win. But, you know, there's a little bit more swagger in the challenge, you know, like there's less of the need to have the rootable everyman hero in the challenge. So, um, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's still, yeah. Yeah. I think that his partnership with Angela has been uh, very interesting because I feel like that they sort of have like, uh, you know, a real like a good cop, bad cop uh, energy that they bring to it where, you know, Tyson is going to be the person who's like uh, more warm and like uh, gregarious and sort of like, can, you know, um, like says what he means, but more maybe like says things in like a little bit more of like a veiled way where, you know, Angela, I think, is much more of like the heavy and right. like says it like bluntly of like, hey, if you don't do exactly what you're going to say, what we say, like uh, you're going to be in the challenge in the challenge. And <laughs> yeah. you, you, you should have won. You should have won the, the daily if you uh, wanted to, uh, you know, have any sort of say in this decision. Yeah. I, I, didn't Tyson say that she was his best ally ever in any of his shows? I mean, how much how how must uh, coach and Boston so, Rob feel? Well. I, I, you know what, like thinking that through, you know, you sort of hear that and it's a little bit like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, but you know, I, I think it's probably a, a fair statement. Like, I think that yeah. probably the, the, the answer to that question is Jervis, uh, prior to this, but you know, you get the sense that I feel like that, um, Angela is like, you know, she is like extremely loyal to the people that she is, that, that she is loyal to like, and much more like a, of an attack dog in that way, where I think that Jervis probably would have been like, if Tyson got like, uh, got voted out, like you saw, like there were conversations where Jervis like entertained, like whoever it was like, uh, you know, what Hayden and Caleb saying like, Hey, we should go after Tyson. And like Jervis, like hurt, listen to those conversations where could you imagine somebody coming to Angela? And saying like, hey, we should throw Tyson into the elimination. She'd be like, that's a non-starter for me. We're not doing that. <laughs> True. The way she shut down Ben, I mean, was just 
remarkable. You know, like none of your opinions matter. Like none of them, like he can't choose one person other than the one single person you want. Um, we, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. The other thing too, is Angela really, uh, carries her weight in terms of mm-hmm. winning challenges in terms of protecting Tyson. Right. So it's not just strategically, it's also in like other aspects of the game. Yeah. And so it's been like a, a really interesting, uh, pairing and maybe it's because you know that the challenge uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, traditionally has a male winner and a female winner. So they're not fighting for right. the same prize. They're basically fighting for, okay, let's just get, like, we both need to make sure uh, that we get to the end. Then our fate is ultimately going to be in our own hands once we get there. So let's make sure that we are both, uh, you know, um, tr- doing everything that we can to get to this point. I think that also like, you know, uh, Tyson is the person that gets to like have the fun confessionals and the person who is like it. Like, I think it's a, a, a very good relationship because I think that they sort of like complement each other's, um, you know, uh, strengths and weaknesses. But I think too, like the fact that they both can get to the end is maybe why it makes it feel like a, a more solid allyship because in survivor, there is always that question of, can I beat this person at the end? Will, if, if, if I can beat them, they know that too. And they're going to try to betray me. There's always some suspicion. So you never have, you know, full allyship, right? There's always a little bit of, there's only one of us can win. Whereas with Angela, you know, they are, they they can be completely comfortable and completely unified in sharing a goal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's been a lot of talk about like, Hey, I don't want to be partnered with this person for the, the, the final, you know, this person can't swim. This person is slow. Uh, I don't want to do it. So how, how does this work with the finals in terms of partners? So really the, the way finals work, varies dramatically. Sometimes it's fully individual. Sometimes you're partnered up with like a person for the whole final. And then recently they've been doing it, which I, which is really fun. Um, and especially on the challenge, all, uh, all stars, they have been doing it where you are partnered with each person for a a leg of the, of the challenge. So everyone gets partnered with every other, with every person of, of, um, you know, every, every guy gets partnered with every girl. Um, so like you'll get this partner on the first leg, you'll get that partner on the second leg, you'll get this partner on the third leg. So you just have to kind of, you have to wait for (laughs) like, Hey, I'm, I'm waiting for my partner is uh, like, uh, with, with a, with a dud for the previous leg. I'm ready to go out of other people. Yeah. You you would have to wait for them. I mean, it really depends, but like, that's not always the case. Is it like the first person to get there? Is that how it works? Well, the first person to get there, I I guess, I I honestly don't remember. I think the first person to get there would then partner with but but sometimes you're with the same person throughout the whole final so mm-hmm. that's not it's not always the case you know one challenge that was that was true i think uh all-star season two that was not the case um so i i mean it really it really varies but it is pretty common that you're paired up with someone and so the idea of not wanting to you know be totally messed up by that mm-hmm. uh just because someone terrible is left in the game who you know you dramatically physically outperform like that would must be so frustrating Steven, do you think that they will do another challenge USA? Yeah, probably. Right. It's got to be really cheap to produce and like get pretty good ratings. Yeah. I mean, I think that they probably spend a lot of money on like the actual challenges uh, most weeks. Like it feels like that, that, that must like uh, cost something to, you know, you're like driving around cars or like doing like, you know, dropping people off buildings and have like a, like a tractor trailer with like a, like you know, that's, that's driving around. So I feel like that, uh, they spend a lot of their budget on the actual, like, um, I mean, build, buildings actually, they probably are, don't have a lot, not expensive tractor trailer. Also not hugely expensive as reality TV budgets mm-hmm. go or as I, TV budgets go. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess not, but I feel like it's more expensive than, you know, like, uh, like whatever, you know, some of these like survivor challenges are, we don't even need to get into exploring like uh, big brother, but all right. So Steven, give, like, give me some names of people you want to see oh, on future challenge USA. Well, I mean, one of the big ones who I was surprised was not, who was rumored to be on this season, uh, Wendell Holland, who I think would have been a mate or, you know, would be amazing at this mm-hmm. game. You know, he's yeah. super, uh, athletic, super charismatic, very strategic. I mean, I think he's, you know, he would be amazing yeah. at this. Well, I know he had been, uh, he recently had knee surgery, uh, and, oh, you know, sh- interesting. And, and, yeah. Um, and shout out to Wendell if he's, uh, listening and Wendell and Bryce have been covering, uh, this season as well on the purple pants podcast. Um, but he had knee surgery. So I don't know if he was, uh, asked and, 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 or, interested um but you know uh he did have that knee uh procedure in the last couple of months but 
Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think Bryce also uh, that, you know, and talking with Bryce, I know he would love to do it. I think that Bryce they would, would be super fun. They, he, I mean, he would, he would be super fun. He needs fun. to go back on Survivor. Like, gosh, like let, why does, why have they not yeah, but maybe, But you know what? I think, I feel like that this is, that maybe this is the better way to go because, uh, yeah. and, and Bryce, I think has a physicality that I think that people yeah. like underestimate. And I think that this would well, be. Well, now he's like super fit. I mean, compared to when he was on Cagayan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that this would be. Uh, you know, a, a really good spot for him to uh, to to come out and play because I really don't know when they're going to do returning players on Survivor. Yeah, I mean, and, and they say you know no returning players before season forty. So mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and, and yeah, I kind of feel like that that's like where like Dominic Abate. I would have never imagined him uh, going out on to play in in the challenge, but I think he's just like, hey, like, all right, well, what am I going to do? Like, we'll sit around and wait for Survivor to call me forever. He's very, he's been very fun. He's been a great. I mean, really, the cast has been very fun, and especially um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I love seeing all the Survivor people just do so well. Mm -hmm. uh, what are you? What, what's what's here? Yeah, okay. Um, who else would be? Right? I mean, JT Thomas, obviously, in any venue, I'm always happy to see. Yeah, could you imagine? He would be great. He would be so good at this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you don't think so? I mean, he's like he's. he's I, a, I mean, you would know better than me. Yeah. I think he. I actually think he would kill at this at this show. Like, I think he would be very well suited for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen him since uh, Game Changers. I think this has been his, uh, uh, I guess it's, uh, you know, we haven't been 14 seasons. I would say this has been his longest layoff, but it feels like it. Less opportunity on the challenge to like do something explosive, you know, in the mm -hmm. way that he loves to do. Like, all you got to do is compete and be like decently and like mildly strategic. And but he can, he's an excellent competitor. But I can see him like, oh, oh, I should throw myself into the challenge because that's like, uh, there, there's different like, uh, like big, uh, big schemes that you can come up with, uh, I think yeah. on this show. Yeah, maybe so. I don't well, know. What about when I, I think Sarah wanted to take on Enzo and in, in Hall Brawl? I mean, that's just crazy. I don't think she I mean, knew it was all brawl yet. I, I, but even when she was up, yeah, maybe not. She's like, I, I mean, could beat Enzo in anything. Yeah. If if you were if you were on the challenge, yeah. and, you know, the final was the next day, and the final was going to be Big Brother trivia, and <laughs> you had a hall yeah. brawl against anybody would you still would you quit or would you do the hall brawl? I mean, against, against, against anybody? Like, I mean, like, give me, give, give me a Enzo. person. Let's say against Enzo. I wouldn't like my chances. Like Let's uh, say against against Cinco, okay? Like Cinco, he's the guy on the show. Yeah, right? I guess no, you, like, you're like gonna get you know a real a real uh, you know this is a hall I, brawl. I don't know. Like I have to see. Is there any is there any like hack to hall brawl or is it just like an immovable force and uh, against yeah. a very uh, uh, stoppable object? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I wonder. Like could you sort of like just like dive down and then he like goes flying over you and then you run to the thing, but then. I mean, people have tried that. It's not the most effective. It's, I mean, you, because like you got to get yeah. up, you got to dust yourself yeah. off. Like maybe I mean, if there was like the old man from Squid Game to tell me like, oh, we used to do hall brawl all the time <laughs> when I was a kid. This is what you need to do. Like, all right, listen to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Steven, uh, I, I know you have uh, a busy uh, calendar. I appreciate you making time to talk about the challenge with oh, us. This is so fun. A anything else that you want to get off your chest? Oh my God. Um, God, I, I just, just flown by. I feel like we were just getting started here, Rob. I know. We're um, just, uh, you know, spitballing, yeah. talking about the challenge. I know. Um, it was super fun. Like, Has as I've said, Survivor right. asserted itself once and for all. Uh, most dominant show, unstoppable. I mean, definitely. I mean, to be fair, like, there were very few amazing racers. I mean, amazing mm -hmm. racers are not exactly cast mm -hmm. to be, you know, and, yeah. as, as strategists, but they really got the short end of the stick here with, with uh, you know, not having a lot of allies to. But to as go far with. as Survivor versus Big Brother is concerned, like, uh, it's been settled. Well, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Was, that in, was that in contention? Mm hmm. Do you have yeah. winner picks? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I like to be ignorant, you know, and, and winner mm -hmm. picks, I'm always wrong. So, I mean, I think Tyson, I don't yeah. see how Tyson can lose a, do you see when I know you watch the, for the winner edit all the time on survivor. Do you see a challenge winner edit based on your challenge edgic experience? Well, my, my, I have been frequently wrong about the challenge winner. I'm told that basically it's like, it's, it's much simpler with the challenge that whoever has the most confessionals just is. is the winner. <laughs> That's how you win. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, 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 they are not like interested in hiding them or creating a you need enough, around, you know, enough confessionals to ch uh, qualify for the qualify, yeah. uh, final <laughs> yeah, exactly, for exactly. TJ's final. And then you get, um, and then you win. But it might be different editors, right? Because this is CBS rather than MTV. So I don't know, like, is, I mean, Buna Murray still producing it? I, I, I think I don't, it's I don't, the I don't same know editors. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I honestly don't know. So it's, uh, but there might be like different, 
you know, executives weighing in on what they need to see from a winner. So, I mean, who, who knows? Okay. Right? I mean, who knows? Okay. Um, well, Stephen, uh, I know you have to run. So thank you so much for doing this. Uh, we'll be uh, chatting again soon. Survivor is less than two weeks away. Oh my away. God. Wow. That's so exciting. Do you have any last, uh, last, who, who's your uh, ideal future Survivor challenge, challenge player? I guess you uh, said Bryce, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of anybody uh, from uh, the uh, last couple of seasons uh, to, go, to go out and play. I mean, there's, uh, uh, can we get Lydia on the challenge? <laughs> that would be very fun yes. yeah that would be very fun uh all right well this was uh super fun i i am very excited that we are going to have exit interviews uh that we are i guess we're going to talk to everybody they asked us like hey do you want to wow. talk to do you want to talk to the winner or do you want to talk to everybody i don't know i don't know if they're yeah. going to do a two by two i was like i, I guess everybody i don't i wow. mean uh um, yeah so I don't know. I think that uh we're going to have like a day of challenge exit interviews coming up on Thursday. Wow. Um, that's very exciting. That, that'll be really fun. Yeah. Uh, right. who's your winner pick? I mean, uh, gotta stick with Tyson, right? Yeah. I mean, um, I feel Tyson like and Angela and I mean, they, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I guess maybe Sarah is the only other person that you could see from the, from the women. The, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like why not? Um, like Desi, like why not? I, I guess so. I mean, yeah. Uh, she's had a lot of confessionals. I mean, you know, in terms of like a winner, like mm-hmm. she's had a, a lot, like almost like a disproportionate amount compared to how much she's factored into the actual drama of the show. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, well, that's always the survivor tell. And again, like we mm-hmm. don't know about the, like if you, if you like have a disproportionate influence in the narrative yeah. versus the show, like then you're yeah. like probably, you know, really um, with, uh, with uh, Desi and Ben, uh, like, again, I have no idea what that relationship is like. I mean, they were on the same survivor season. Like, I feel like that that hasn't come up <laughs> like, very at, funny. like at all. <laughs> Maybe they mentioned it to each other. Like, hey, mm-hmm. good to see you. Like, hey, remember yeah. when we all were on Survivor together? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Stephen Fishback. Follow him. He's at Stephen Fishback. Uh, check out everything that he's uh, working on. Anything you want to tell people to check out? No, nah, just Twitter. You know, I mean, I don't tweet that much anymore. Do I? I don't think But I do. when he does... Um, Oh, they're great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, be sure if uh, you have not checked out the challenge uh, wrap up, uh, make sure you subscribe. Rob is website.com slash challenge feed. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And we will uh, talk to you again soon. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.